If you haven't taken a deep breath today, I encourage you to take a deep breath because I know when I'm just in a rush and I'm just doing my routine and I realize I haven't breathed today and how good it feels to just breathe. It makes your mind slow down. How much peace it invites into your body, how much it can just a simple breath can do so much for your body. So if you have not breathed today, I encourage you to take a deep breath so that your body relax. And with that, let's start the episode. So if you're listening to this, then you know I wrote a book. Or maybe you just stumbled upon this and you don't know I wrote a book. Either way, I wrote a book. It's called Solstice. It's now published. It's now released, whatever you call it. It's available for sale on Amazon. And I just wanted to talk about it. I just wanted to give my two cents rather than just releasing a book blindly and and hoping people understand it or whatever. This is just kind of the backstory. I didn't know I was going to write a book. I've always just been an avid writer. I journal on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day since middle school. That's just how I coped with life. My coping mechanism was journaling. And recently, well, like a year ago, just going through the battles in life and I was going through one of those downhills of life and my life coach suggested, shout out to you, Miss Lovesmith, Angela Lovesmith, if anyone's looking for a life coach, I highly recommend her at lovecoachlovesmith on Instagram. She recommended that I reread my journal entries, just read them reflect on them, see where I've been, see what I've gone through. So I did. I have so many journals. I have at least 15 journals. So I started reading them. And as I was reading them, I realized this tells a really raw but beautiful story. This tells the story of transformation. And I never really stopped to think that everything I was writing would eventually one day turn into my story, but it is. And I just saw the pain of a 13, 14, 15 year old girl, her first experience with love, her first heartbreak, the pain of realizing life, the transition from the purity of a child thinking that there are no worries in life to the understanding of a young teenager, adult getting her first taste of the bitter realities of life, my relationship with my parents, the experience of love I, I had witnessed in my parents and how that played into my experience of love for myself and how I realized that my love never actually belonged to me. I was loving in the way that I witnessed my parents love each other and that was toxic and their toxic version of love became my example for love. So I was constantly looking for toxicity and once I found it, it felt comfortable, familiar, it felt safe. And so I thrived in toxic relationships because it's the only thing I had ever known. I had always confused love with toxicity. This love had never belonged to me. And once I started healing it and feeling whole and loving myself for the first time in my life, I realized what love actually felt like, what my version of love was, not what their version of love was, but what my version of love is and how pure it is. And once I experienced that love with myself, that's when I was able to love in a healthy, free way. 
that's when I was able to fully pour into others because I was overflowing with love from myself. But then, of course, that only lasts for so long until life throws you another curveball and then, okay, the self-love goes away and then you're faced with another battle. And, you know, it's just it's just the constant, the ebbs and the flows of life. And my book is really just about my ebbs and my flows. We can all relate to, to the the struggle of love and how it's never as easy as it seems. You don't just fall in love and everything's beautiful. You, you know, you get hurt a lot. And a lot of us carry pain that has nothing to do with us. A lot of us carry other people's pain. A lot of people carry their parents' pain. And their parents' baggage turns into their baggage. And my book just talks about all of that. It just talks about my story. And on top of it all, my intentions with this book are not to sell thousands of copies and make thousands of dollars. My intentions with this book have nothing to do with money, have nothing to do with publicity, and everything to do with sharing a message. And the only intention I have for this book is that one day my daughter will read it and be able to relate to it and help grow from it. Because when I was going through that brokenness at 15 years old, the only thing that got me through it was reading someone else's book, was reading Raina Biddy, my favorite author, all of her books. Her books talked about everything. I talked about heartbreak and growth and being able to relate to somebody else's pain and in the midst of my depression, in the thick of my depression, when I read the words that she wrote and when I realized she's feeling everything I am feeling, when I realized I'm not alone, another person has felt my pain, that is what got me through my hardest nights, the nights where I questioned my existence, the nights where I didn't want to live anymore, the nights when I didn't want to wake up. The only thing that got me through that was knowing that somebody else has felt this way and somebody else has healed, somebody else has grown, somebody else has wrote a whole book on how they overcame their pain. So if she can do it, I can do it. That is what healed me through my first heartbreak. I read all my journal entries and I realized, wow, I can help someone. My intentions with this book are to help and to heal nothing else if i help at least one person i have succeeded if i don't sell any copies and the only thing that ever happens with this book is that my daughter reads this one i wrote in 15 years if she reads it and if she is guided by it then i have succeeded i wrote this book with no expectations the same way i do this podcast no expectations i don't care to be the next big thing i don't record these episodes and hope that i get hundreds of listeners I record these episodes so that I can help the one person I'm meant to help. I've realized it's better to do things in life with no expectations because expectations only leave room for disappointment. But when we just do things freely, without attachment, without expectation, then that's when the reward is the greatest because the fulfillment is the action. The fulfillment is in what we are doing. My fear of judgment just always comes back. I don't want people thinking, oh, she just wrote a book and expects everyone to buy it and expects i don't expect anything if you don't want to read it you don't have to read it my book is not meant for people to support out of obligation if you don't feel called to read my book don't read it it's more of an offense if you feel obligated to read it and that's the only reason why you get it it's more of an offense to buy the book out of obligation and never open it i understand this book is not for everybody and there's no harm in that there's nothing but understanding in that my book is meant to find the people that it is meant to heal the right people will find it the right people will be guided to it the people that need to hear my words are going to find them one way or another because that's the way the universe works. Everything in my book were messages. They, they were seeds planted and I know that the universe has a way of alignment and it is not my job to align things for it. It happens naturally.